Blog Talk Radio.
afternoon, and God bless you to our listeners. God wants a yes. No matter what's going on, good, bad, or ugly, God wants a yes. God bless you, listeners. You are listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and we are glad to share with you on today, knowing that it is because of the Lord's mercies we are not consumed. His compassion fails not. Great is God's faithfulness. Us. And for that reason, we give God yes. We want you to tell your family, your friends, and your neighbors to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. We do not own the rights to any of the music that you hear today, but we pray that it is a blessing to you, you, and you. In addition to Blog Talk Radio, we are syndicated on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, and you can reach us on any of those uh, platforms, and so it's there, it's archived, you can listen day or night for encouragement or inspiration. If you would like to connect with us on social media, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Tumblr, we're on Instagram, all you have to do is look for Global Gospel on those platforms, and we will be uh, happy to share with you there as well. If you go to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, or our Tumblr page, there is a direct link to each and every episode. We want you to take this number down, 619-924-0800, 619-924-0800, and you will be able to call in and share with us at the appropriate time. You can also uh, contact Global Gospel at P.O. Box 5331. That is in Hempstead, New York, with the zip code is 11550. You can email us, globalgospel17 at gmail.com. We shout out our sponsors on today, Abyssinia, MPT Enterprise, Happy Healthy Functioning, Nicole Lawson, Third Lounge, Ryan Wilson, the Nationwide Black Family Mediation Services, Lois Spring Carter, Nevaeh's Cup Creations, and Honor Thy Suites, and Marlon Townsend as well. Shout out as well to all of our listeners that are listening in the north, the south, the east, the west, across the globe, and around the world. Uh, we thank God for you, you, and you, for the uh, Stevenson family, the Norman family, the Townsend family, the Furman family, the Locke family, the Bedell family, the Washington family, uh, the Brinson family, the Natalie family, the Hernandez family, uh, the Allen family. We thank God for you, you, and you. And all of our listeners, leave us a comment under our uh, under this episode, and we will be sure to give you a shout out. For those that have tuned in for the first scripture, here is Second Corinthians chapter four, verse three. It says, "But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost." And so we are here today to encourage you that if you're walking in darkness, if you're lost, that Jesus Christ is here for you today to heal, to deliver, to save, to set free. If you're down and out, if you're sick and oppressed, if you're suicidal, the gospel is here for you. It is comprehensive for the rich, the poor, the black, and the white. And so we thank God for you joining with us today. We do have a very special uh, lineup in addition to the music. Uh, We do have a very special guest that will share with us in a few minutes. And at this time, we are going to uh, he, you, we're gonna let you hear another selection. And after that, we will uh, be back with our special guest. Stay tuned and be blessed. One more 
day. Daddy, I can't keep doing this. Are you using? I wanted to stop, but I don't know how. Who are you? Hello, hello? I just wanted to end. bow your heads. Dear Heavenly Father, we come at you right now at a time of need. We ask for you to put your blessings and your love around this family, around this father who's been in his daughter's life, who's been there for her, who's been comforting her and there in the time of need. We need you to protect his soul and his spirit. I bless you, listeners. Uh, we are back. Once again, you are listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. And our special guest 
is here in studio on today. Hello, special guest. How are you? Hey, man, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Can't complain. Uh, so great, maybe great. somebody didn't catch that voice. Tell us who you are. My name is Reverend Joseph J. Howell, a.k.a. known as J.J. Howell. All right. So, uh, listeners, our special guest today is uh, Reverend Joseph J. Howell, a.k.a. J.J. Howell, Professor Howell. Uh, he wears uh, many titles, and certainly uh, he is a humble person. Uh, so he's just going to tell us a little bit about who he is. Hey, man. Okay, so um, right now, you know, Reverend Joseph J. Howell and Hempstead, Long Island. Uh, father was Pastor Joseph J. Howell, Jr., uh, pastor of the Faith Baptist Church, where I've really been a member just about most of my life. Um, started singing in the choir. Funny part is you couldn't even put me in the front let alone you couldn't get me in front of the audience. Um, I would always like hide in the back and even lip sync and do all of that stuff until um, one day they threw me out in the front and everything just been happening ever since. And I'm grateful for that, for the upbringing growing up at Faith. And now currently um, affiliated with a few different ministries um, as far as out here. Currently still singing with James Hall Worship and Praise. I'm actually headed to engage with them in a few minutes. Um, also, um, sing with Lizzie Williams and Divine Connection, the directors with him. Um, and also with the East Coast Inspirational Singers out in Harlem. Uh, direct for the First Baptist Cathedral in Westbury under the leadership of Dr. Lionel Harvey. But Bishop Harvey also has helped out at the Ebenezer Seventy Adventist Church over in Freeport with their music department there. Um, I back and forth sometimes with the Greater Alameda Cathedral as a choir director. Oh, work for the state daytime senior litigation specialist for New York State, and that's basically about it. All right, as you can tell, he is that's a, a lot. Busy, busy, a busy person. And there's only seven uh, seven days in the week, and there's only 24 hours of the day. Uh, but we thank <laughs> right. God that uh, he has graced us to uh, share just a few minutes on today. Funny thing is, um, we were supposed to do this probably like two years ago uh, before the pandemic. And right. um, I think everything just, the world changed after, after that. And I think around that time, you were planning a... Um, a reunion for uh, the ensemble. Right, right, for the Correct. ensemble. Right, right. Yeah, how many years yes. was that? Um, how many the years? ensemble would have been 50 years. And here's the funny part. Everybody thought that the J.J. Howell Ensemble was named after me. In fact, it was actually a choir based out of Faith Baptist Church, which was formerly the Angelic Choir. Um, and it was the angelic choir. And when my father became pastor of Faith Baptist Church, um, after a few years, they switched the name. At that time, my sister was a directress, Denise Howell. So all of my director skills I got from her. So, yeah, so the ensemble would have been 50 years in 2020. So now the ensemble would have, this year would literally be 
52, and this and like last week, and probably would have been our anniversary. Um, and I'm I, and I'm only 50, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's some who back then in 2020 would have been 50, so yeah, there's some who would be 52 this year. Wow. So uh, you, you there you is, there it is, listeners. You got a little bit of church history <laughs> about the historic uh, Faith Baptist Church uh, in Hempstead, um, and you know. I guess God does things in his, uh, well, we, I don't guess. I know that God does things in his own timing. And so we are right, here today, right. uh, two years later, uh, God has spared us uh, to share. And we know in two years, a lot has happened. Um, right. The way we uh, worship, uh, our worship experiences have changed. Uh, something yes. that would have been uh, unheard of 50 years ago <laughs> is the way we worship on today. And um, but we just thank God that God has allowed us to uh, transition uh, through this time and to live and tell the story. Oh yeah, man. So, so, uh, so you went from uh, the back, not wanting to be uh, seen <laughs> or heard, and uh, right, now right. you are seen and heard everywhere. Um, so you said your sister was one of your uh, influences. Who have been some other influences in your life, as far as oh, man. The music music ministry? And pertaining to music ministry, um, how can I let me see? You had um, growing up, I had he's Bishop now, Bishop Alvin Freeland. I had um, Bishop Jeffrey White. I had Bishop Wellen Hobbs. Um, I had the late great Bishop David Gates. I had access to so many people and just watching them come up of course you know being a little kid watching Warren Andrews and Benny Cummins out of Hempstead and just the whole King's Temple era um, growing up and my father and the pastor of King's Temple back then were very close and one thing that we did have um, is that even though we all were different denominations we all fellowship together right and Bishop White also I cannot forget him um, mm-hmm. and so and we were able to fellowship with the other churches, especially during choir anniversaries, and they instilled in us so much. So under all of those, having access to all of that, and unfortunately, and one thing I do regret is not valuing it the way that I should have, but I was young. And just to have that access and to still rely on a lot of things I've seen them do and how they taught and how they respected their members and everything else. Um, so, yeah, those are really my um, music ministry influences. Of course, music-wise, you had the Hawkins, you had Thomas Whitfield, you had Milton Brunson, you had Keith Pringle, you had so many people that was giving you true, genuine gospel music that made you want to you know, listen and study and learn. Yes, and Richard Small with everybody, yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those are my influence. And so um, one of the things that you mentioned, and, um, you know, I, a lot of times people are, um, and maybe more so back in the day than uh, now, um, people tend to stick with their particular denomination, which there, of course, we know that there are no denominations in the Bible, but uh, Baptist stick with Baptist, Methodist with Methodist, Pentecostal with Pentecostal. And I think it's so beneficial uh, when you come from a ministry, uh, which I have uh, also come through myself, when uh, you are in an ecumenical setting. And it definitely um, broadens your horizons 
and it takes you yes. places where the average person wouldn't go that was stuck in one place. I'm sure you would agree. Right, right, right. Yes. And, I tell people all the time, you can't say that you want your ministry to reach the world and that you're stuck in one denomination. So you have to have at least an open mind that God can place your ministry beyond denomination barriers. Um, and when you restrict yourself to just denominations, certain specific denominations, you're limiting what God has to do in you. And in, if you want all of God's blessings, you can't just be based on denomination. You just have to be based on the kingdom. Yeah, I, I, I certainly agree with that. Uh, we can't lock ourselves in the box. And um, you've seen over the past, over your lifetime, uh, you've worked with many different people and certainly and had many influences. And so we've seen gospel, you've seen gospel music transition. And yes. what would you say about the the change or how has the, what is your take on the change? Um the leaders, I would say for right now, like the leaders, like the, the the legends that we had, they each had their own style. They each had their own, I would have to say, ministry, um, their message. Uh, like you have people, you knew who was who. When you, the minute you heard the, the, the music and then you heard the basis of the lyrics and then also like the scripture based songs um like everyone know when the richard smallwood song would come on everybody knew when the thomas whitfield song would come on everyone knew um how a a milton brunson and orlando draper and so many you know james cleveland and and just so many of them and they just wouldn't release stuff just to release it they had purpose it had it had a message it, it came from the heart as well as backed by scripture, backed by what people can relate to. And so not saying that the, today's music don't, but right now, I mean, mm, I think it's more so where everybody's, it seems to me sometimes where the it's more about the productivity as opposed to being relevant. I think right now people are just so worried about having music out and they're rushing to put it out. And my from the, this is just me um, to the point where as it's lost its authenticity, it's not authentic as it used to be. Just just me saying that. Um, I mean, you do have a, several great artists out here now, but not as much as you had um, back then. And and one thing I loved about it is that it was no competition. Everyone respected everyone. Everyone supported everyone. Everyone was not trying to outdo the other. They just delivered what God gave them, not trying to meet stats, not trying to meet quotas, not trying to do anything else. And so that was what I grew up with. Um, And so, yeah. Yeah, it was authentic. It wasn't about the... um, the glitz and the glamour and the routines and uh, you know, you know all of that. That that wasn't the basis of it. The basis was the word, you know. So yeah. 
and and so your message um being that you know um you had all these role models and now you are in that um place now of where people are looking up to you or reaching out to you what is your message to this generation this generation far as um music ministry like you want me to say as far as music ministry in churches or just music ministry general or my thing is whatever you do just be authentic don't try to compare yourself to be like another ministry another entity another artist be authentic um and don't don't trust god's timeline mm-hmm. trust god's timeline because um when you follow him and in his timing and go through his process and not be easily moved and persuaded, you know, by what everyone else is doing. He will then give you that that, that you need to make what you do stand out. Um, and everybody can't be the same artist. Everyone can be the same time. And, I mean, everyone don't have that same time of process or anything else like that. So my thing would be just trust the process, trust the timing, and just while you're in the process, study. Because a lot of times, be be happy to be able to um, go through certain situations that can bring life to the lyrics and to the message and to the ministry that you will now be talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Because so, I, I would say this from experience. Um, I've been through a lot of stuff personally, um, health-wise, um, and all the last stuff. Between a car accident, between the cancers, between so many different things, all the personal losses. And at one time, did I ever question God? You know, why did it happen? Anything else like that? I realized that it was a part of my process to as I stand up and even as I direct and even as I do whatever I'm doing pertaining to ministry, that there's some backing behind that. You know what I mean? It's not just words. It's not just me getting up, waving my hands. It's not just me just getting up singing. But there's some substance behind that based upon what I've personally experienced. So it's not just another song for me. It's not just another, you know what I mean? It has message. And the best part of the message is that, you know, when when you're not up in front, that people could see you and say, you know, you don't have to open your mouth, but just by you being you, bless me enough to keep on going. You know what I mean? And so to me, that's, that's, that's the message to me. You would want that response as opposed to the accolades. I hear you. So as you um, just um... – alluded to your personal experiences and your personal testimony. At some point, you went from uh, music ministry to the preached word. And I'm sure mm-hmm. that that is um, transitional. And a lot, of, a lot of ministers start out on uh, the music side or singing side. I mean, I don't, I don't have that gift, so I just, I, I, never, I never had a singing side. On music side, but uh, anyway, so uh, making that transition, uh, what was that like? Um, it was, <laughs> it was, um, it was, it wasn't really bad because it was one of those situations where, as when my father was living, and this is what a lot of people don't realize, my father was living, 
my father was pastor of Faith mm-hmm. Baptist. You might know Faith Baptist knows that what kind of church it was. And you're talking about my father pastoring, like, well, mostly late 70s and the 80s and the early 90s before he passed. So this is before computers. This is before in this advanced technology. And so um, growing up, yes, I was in charge of the choir, but when my father had to do stuff and write his sermons and teach and do all of that stuff, he would prepare at the house. And so I would have to be the one because I guess he – I'm the only son, and so I guess he probably figured he saw it, something that I didn't see and I probably wasn't even trying to see, um, that, okay, son, you need to learn how to do this sometime in the future. I just took it as a joke. Give my father, you know, everything else like that. And so I would have to be with him and write as he talked about the classes, the preacher's classes that he had to teach. I would have to drive him and go with him when he had to do the hospital visits and we were trained to how to answer the phone with somebody call if he wasn't around and how to handle either dealing with situations like far as the death of someone or something like that. So for some for ever since a little kid, especially ever since I became twelve, and God knows when I started driving, um, he was already molding me for something that he saw that I didn't even see. And so the flip side is I've acknowledged my call to preach before he passed. I ran from it. I ran. I've acknowledged it in 95. I didn't start preaching. I didn't do my initial sermon until 2009. So um, that transition was not bad. Yeah, but what what, what happened was this. Um, To be a full choir, a minister of music and the choir director, um, a lot of times when I, for me, when I teach songs, it mostly scripture-based, and then I relate on, I elaborate on the message of the lyrics, and I teach the singers not just to sing the lyrics, but become the lyrics. And with a lot of, and anybody who ever worked with me when I am the minister of music or the choir director, whatever, I tell them, I, and they and it shakes them up sometimes because I'm very bold with this. I tell them I would say, my prayer is that God would make this message a reality. So being under my leadership is going to is going to have you experience things that may not be favorable for you, but to give the words that you utter, you know, a reference. You know what I mean? We can't say that he, we can't sing that he's a healer and we've never been sick. We can't see that he's a provider and we've never been in that situation. You know what I mean? And so so from that transition and studying um, and then finally accepting the call, it, was, it wasn't that much of, a, of a, a transition for me. I guess it was always there from the beginning, I should say. Yeah. And so, so yeah. did you did you ever feel like you know you said your father well basically your father prepared you for this, and a lot of times when I have people on and um, they're PKs and they talk about the pressure and the expectations, did did you ever feel that? What was that again? I'm sorry. A lot a lot of times people um, when I talk to PKs they always talk about how. It was so much pressure on them, and 
expectations. Um, did you feel that? Actually, no, because one thing my father didn't do, he didn't put that pressure on us, and I'm very grateful for that. You know, um, knowing who he was and realized what our, you know, who we were. Yes, we were the preacher's kids. However, we also were young. He did not us from having regular, um, like, ch- children and and like in our youth, like our schools and stuff like that. Um, he didn't like give us any major restrictions or anything like that. So there was really no pressure. Um, he allowed us to be who we needed to be as we're growing up. Yes, we had our standards, but we still had we didn't have all of that extra pressure. You know, so he allowed us to be kids. He allowed us to go to school. He allowed us to do so much. But then, which in turn, the flip side was, it brought other people, other kids, other youth who wasn't in church to the church. And so by us just still being, you know, active in, in, in our childhood and everything else and not refraining us from living as, as our as our age should allow us to live, um, it brought others because they saw something in which we were in the you know, we were in the outside in the schools and hanging out and all of that stuff, that it brought them over to church willingly. Their parents didn't even have to make them so the way that he taught us allowed us to be the example to the point where as at one point, the when we were teenagers, it had to have been about we had about like a hundred something choir members, and that's one of the youth choirs. And so, yeah, we didn't really have the pressure. I guess not having the pressure allowed us to really show um, how we were raised. And yes, we did have the spiritual background, but we wasn't so spiritually high even as kids to the point where you couldn't relate to the people that were coming up under us. Well said. Okay. Um, so as we, uh, we're uh, moving along, um, we're going to uh, take a brief break. Our number is studio 619-924-0800, And so we, um, we, uh, as an introduction, uh, we uh, was one more day. Uh, Snoop Dogg and uh, Charlie Wilson, <laughs> and um, this next selection is um, blessing me again. And so I'm going to, uh, when we come back after the break, allow you to elaborate on uh, the music selections for today, and uh, we'll probably close out the hour on uh, faith and healing. All right, listeners, stay tuned. Our special guest today. Uh, Professor J.J. Howe, also Reverend Joseph J. Howe. Uh, stay tuned and be blessed. Blessing me again. 7,500. Let's take it to 10. 10,000 right now for a 14K. Sammy Davis Jr. right now is chained right off his baby. neck. So we'll keep the phone lines open for donations. And now we have our next guest performance, the one and only Mr. Rance Allen. <laughs>
that I can really thank him for. When I was moving fast, he had to slow my roll. Out of in control. Next episode. Now look here, Ooh. see when you think about when everybody counts you out See he the only one that probably really helps you out I'm talking from experience, you hearing this? from the good Reverend Godfrey Goodfoot from Eastside Baptist Church. And he says, Snoop, what was my invite? So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Eastside Baptist finest, the Reverend Godfrey Goodfoot. All right, listeners, there you had it. Snoop Dogg, blessing me again, Rance Allen. Professor JJ. (laughs) Yeah. All right. That's on you. What's your uh, song selection for today? Oh, um, blessed be again in one more day. Um, you know, uh, well, for me, I've always been very intrigued with every genre of music. Um, and and then to the fact of the simplicity and the level of creativity with a lot of the songs, and mostly with the simplicity of the lyrics. Um, and a lot of times, like, when I'm just, you know, traveling to and from, um, songs like that, like, when I'm, um, and one more day, God has given us one more day, I got to feel it's going to be all right. Um, songs like that get you into the mood of no matter what you're dealing with, um, it puts you in the mindset of no matter what, put a smile on your face. Um, you know, don't let what you, your past mistakes dictate to you that you're not, still not qualified to be blessed by God. Um, as long as you, your relationship is right with him, that you still are in his care and his will. He's want to make sure that he's okay, that, that you're okay. Um, and then just the fact of it keeps you in the mindset of stopping yourself up if God has forgiven you. Um, and a lot of times we, what we do is that um, we beat our own self up, um, and we, understand, we need to really grab the hold of God's grace and mercy because if he was that mad at you, you would not be living to this point because anything that don't have a purpose don't exist. And so when you hear songs like that, God, one more day, it's that the Lord has kept me. 
is another day he's blessed me, which means that every day that he allows you to wake up, that means that there's a purpose for you to be on this earth. And so that's where that song takes me. And then um, uh, blessing me, can't you see? Blessing me again, he's blessing me again. The simplicity of that, the catchy, the catchiness of the, the chorus um, just allows you, to, like I said, to be reminded in a simple form how blessed you are. Um, just believe he's blessing me again, you know. Um, you can inhale and exhale. He's blessing you. He gives you activity out limits. He's blessing you. And so he's blessed you to see the good and the bad. At least you're in your right frame of mind to know what the good and the bad is. And so it's like those are the simple things that we take for granted. It just puts you in that reminding state. So that's the reason why I chose that song. And then it's a catchy tune, and, and it's not common. Mm-hmm. It didn't come from the common folks that everyone, you know what I mean? God can give anybody a message to write to deal with the audience that they have to minister to. Sure. And even though you may not be a part of that, that audience, you still have to understand that he, that, 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 or that artist can reach people that we can't reach. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, certainly um, it is a blessing um, when God does give uh, the ability for different audiences uh, to be reached. And that is so important because the whole, <laughs> the whole world and the whole culture of the day is so different uh, right now. And if you get stuck in culture and tradition, you can really miss God. Um, and we yeah. aren't saying to go off on the deep end, but right. uh, you got to be practical sometimes. You got to be practical and you have to let go of some things in order to yeah. gain uh, souls. Um, Can I, I'm going to say this. Go ahead. The whole object is is that don't let the four walls of the church be your relationship with God. And I think that this pandemic has proven us that, that a lot of us got so complacent to the point that we know church so much that it became routine and that we really wasn't really absorbing probably as much as we should to the point where as when the pandemic didn't happen, that we wasn't complaining, but that it allowed us to now make our own homes the four walls. Mm. And so, and right, and so stuff like that, um, goes into right we can't be so stuck in the specific tradition and because a lot of times when you stuck in tradition tradition becomes so easy to do because we've been doing it for so long so now sometimes we got to be shaken up to see how much do we know outside of the tradition you know what i mean to show that you know that God, even though this is not our tradition, we still trust you enough, and we're able to worship you outside of the tra- the the actual now I have to say man made tradition that we became that we became. Right. Yeah. So true. Um, certainly, um, we have uh, really gained uh, from this conversation, and uh, we have a few more minutes. If anyone wants to call in, six one nine nine two four zero eight. Zero zero, give us a shout out. Six one nine nine two four zero eight zero zero. That's uh, your choice. Uh, but we thank you 
uh, professor, for sharing with us uh, in this hour. And so I'm going to uh, let the preacher and you uh, wrap up uh, a lesson on faith and healing and uh, tell our listeners, because I'm sure there's somebody out there, they may be going through something, and we all go through uh, things in our life. Uh, We all have uh, health challenges and uh, financial challenges and our faith has been challenged yeah. and our uh our state of mind <laughs> is certainly challenged by the world that we live yeah. in and and by in the past two years have caused some people to really uh lose it and they can't cope and they don't know how to cope right 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 they don't want to cope and right. so you know all right my thing well, i would say this um, understand and know personally the God that you serve and understand his word, um, especially when it comes down to faith. Um, and the hope is this. When you have that one-on-one relationship with God and you understand that he made you promise, have faith in knowing that God is not a man that he should lie. Promised you something. He's not going to let you leave this earth until his promise is fulfilled. Now, what happens is we let our situation and our vulnerability allow the enemy to try to now say, God must be mad at me and it's not going to happen. And so when you end up saying that, you're speaking that over your life. And so... Even when it came down to everything I've been through, um, I've never complained about anything I've been through, only because of that simple fact. Um, Now, yes, I did have all, and I went through a certain process of where I hated myself, and I questioned myself, God, what did I do to deserve this? But then he quickly had to say, shut up, this is not about you. It's what I'm doing through you to the people that's going to be assigned to you. And so... And But because I've chosen you, you have to trust me. And so that's what we have to learn, especially those of us who are in leadership, especially those of us where as – and it's not even about leadership. You are, no matter who you are, if you declare God as your, 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 as your source and Jesus as your personal Savior, there are people that are assigned to you. You do not have to be actually a preacher or anything else like that. You could be an inspiration to people that are at work, to people that you work with, to people, to your family. And so the thing is, is sit back and then have a conversation with God and just say, God, I may not understand this, so God, I'm going to cling to you more so you can show me what I'm not seeing because I'm too up in it. And knowing that you said that you would not never leave me nor forsake me, a lot of times we he probably gave us gave us a sign that it's time for us to re, to go from one place to the other as a level of faith or in different directions, but become, we become too comfortable. So now he has to change our environment because we wouldn't move the first time. And so we now have to go back into that personal space with God to now get clarification. So the thing is, is that have faith in the God that you serve to the fact of, to the point where as it makes everybody look at you crazy.
mm-hmm. cannot be explained. It cannot be prejudged or anything else like that. And when you when it happens, do not say, I can't believe. I, God, I can't believe it. Don't ever say that. I have to tell a lot of people, stop saying that you, stop saying the words, I can't believe it, when God does something that you prayed for. Because you're now telling him that you prayed it, but you honestly didn't believe it. So you have to get past that point. And if it's a matter of what you're dealing with, now once you said the prayer, he heard you. He wants to see what you're going to do next in operation of the faith that is going to happen. Now, it may not happen in your timing. And if it's not happening in the timing that you want, go back to God and say, God, I expected it to happen by then, and it hasn't. What is it that I'm not seeing that you are trying to show me? Speak to me. Let me know what I need to learn during this process. So and, and allow that to now place take like resident in your heart and in your mind so that so that once he finally releases it to you, you it won't give me you won't be so shocked that it happened to the point where you lose it. The worst thing in life is for God to you ask God to do something, he do it right away and you wasn't ready for it. And so then you can't play, and then you lose it. And you, you can't play nobody else but yourself. Because mm. remember, the minute you said amen, God could do it. God could blow your mind immediately. The question is, are you ready for that release immediately? Because if you're not, it's going to backslide. So trust the process and prepare. And don't look at it as anything negative. I tell somebody, whenever you, whenever, if you may get fired, you may lose your job. You may get an eviction notice. You may have you may get a bad rep, a bad a report from the doctor. Don't panic. Go to God and say, God, I need to know what's the purpose for this, and show me how to navigate myself. I trust you, and I can't say that I trust you and not fully trust you. And even if, and a lot of times, and I have to say this also with my health, there were things that I prayed to happen, but it did. Then I realized had I had that situation not happened, I wouldn't be who I am today. So God, if you have to put me through another car accident the way that you did, for me to now be where I am in you, God do it because it wasn't about me. So many people were blessed as me as a result of my accident that had nothing to do with me. So when it comes down to the healing part, some things is a part of your process. No matter how much you pray, it's not going to go away. But you have to make sure that you're close to God enough to understand what, what it's meant for you to go through. That probably got nothing to do with you, but the people that's going to be blessed by your sickness. But because you've been faithful to God even in the sickness, he's then going to blow your mind and give you so strong of a healing, and you're going to feel better than you did before you got sick. So I just say, increase your faith. Go to God for yourself. You're going to get some answers that you ain't going to like. You want to get that that's not favorable to your ear. You want to experience some things that sort of knock you, try to knock you, of course. But look at it as, as a way of God's getting your attention because he's trying to do something through you and for you to take you to from one faith to another level of faith. From one glory to another level of glory. And when he do it, 
Don't say, God, I can't believe it. Just say, God, thank you again for blowing my mind. That's all. All right. Well, again, uh, we thank you. Uh, we pray that somebody's uh, faith has been encouraged uh, by your testimony and by your uh words today uh and by god's word uh we, we thank you all that have listened in for this hour uh we want you to know that if you missed any part of uh this particular episode immediately uh following this episode at the 2 p.m hour uh you can log on and listen on spotify google play apple itunes or blog talk radio i'm your host reverend lamar townsend uh we are going to close with uh B.B. Winans in Jesus' name, and I think you're a part of that project, right? Yeah, man. Yes, I'm on there. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, Professor Howe has uh, been a lot of places, and certainly he has uh, served with many ministries, as he said, and continues to serve and bless uh, God's people through the gift that he has been given. And so uh, he's going to... Uh, Close us in Jesus' name and and uh, <laughs> uh, a prayer. And uh, if he wants to say something about that project, he can. All up to him. And again, we thank you, uh, my brother, for sharing with us and our listeners. And certainly, we'll do this again at the appointed time. And uh, you know, if you have any yes, upcoming sir. events, uh, you can let our listeners know. Amen. What's on you? Uh- Oh, man, okay. Um, I really don't have no other major, like I said, well, I'm mostly singing background for folks. Um, like right now, I'm at um, Pilgrim on Central, 628 Central Avenue in Brooklyn, up with Minnesota James Hall. Um, and then I also would be at the Festival of Praise on August, on April 27th. I'm doing background for Fred Hammond and has, like we did last Thursday, actually, at um, Westbury Music Fair, and, well, NYCB did at Westbury, um, and just more so just working around with churches. Um, yeah, that's mostly it. So uh, thank you all for listening, and we praise God for everything. All right. Um, in Jesus' name, you close us with prayer. Okay. Father, we thank you. We praise you right now for another opportunity to talk about your goodness and how great of a God that you are. Now, God, we ask you to continue to bless Reverend Marvin Townsend and this ministry as they reach out to the lost and to the masses of your people. So people can elaborate on the level of greatness that you are. We ask that you to continue to bless to hear every, every hearer of this broadcast. Oh, God, continue to grant the faith and favor. Oh, God, allow them to trust you even more in all that they say and do. And we won't say what we've done, but, God, we declare that we will always give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Bless you, man. Forever the same. I'll never pain reigns, Jesus, let us proclaim that all is forgiven in Jesus' name. Oh, Jesus, he's forever the same, Jesus, I'll never pain
things are possible. Yes, it's possible in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, the enemy is scattered. In Jesus' name, yes, oppression must be. In Jesus' name, when two or three have gathered, God is with us. You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.